Hi everyone, happy Wednesday. This is the Black Talk Radio IG Live interview with Rome856. Let me pin that and make that a comment. For those of y'all just joining in, this is the Black Talk Radio IG Live interview with Rome856. He should be in here shortly. But how are you guys doing? Talk to me. Um, you know, I feel like everything in the media has been really crazy lately from like Nick Cannon to like Megan Thee Stallion. So what are y'all thoughts on that? This is the Black Talk Radio IG Live with Rome856. We're going to get started in a little bit, but until he gets in here, I'm kind of just talking about different topics. Um, so as far as like the Nick Cannon situation, I just feel like that's really messed up of Viacom, but... I did see how Diddy was basically telling him, like, come to Revolt and, like, we'll help you continue wilding out. And we all know that Revolt is owned by Diddy and is Black-owned. So that gives me some hope that, you know, things could continue. But I don't know. And then this whole thing with, like, Megan Thee Stallion getting shot, like, that is really sad, but... She did say that she's, you know, recovering and stuff. And that's good that it wasn't, like, fatal or anything like that. For those of y'all just getting in, this is the Black Talk Radio IG Live with Rome856. We're going to get started shortly. I'm just talking about what's been happening. So, yeah. Megan, I a lot of people are just saying, like, who would shoot Megan the Stallion? And I also just feel like that. Like, to me, from what I've seen via the media... I feel like she's been such a like unproblematic person so for her to even have to go through that is like so sad but i don't know make sure my volume is up but yeah and then the whole thing with like nick cannon yeah that is just really really max but a lot of people were just saying how even with this situation with viacom it's also bringing awareness to like the other networks that they own so, Rome856 just joined the live, so we're about to start the interview. Okay. <laughs> um, you can send the request, and then I should be able to accept it. And also, um, throughout the interview, if you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them in the question box, and we will definitely answer them. Hi, it's a little, it's a little ghetto right now. I'm getting my hair done. <laughs> feel me? But it is what it is. I got to look presentable. I got a couple okay, things to do after okay. this. Okay, I feel you. No worries on that. As long as we can hear you for the most part. Not yet. important part. So for those of y'all just getting in the live, this is the Black Talk Radio IG Live interview with Rome856. I'm going to be asking him some questions today. If you guys have any questions, feel free <laughs> to leave them in the question box. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sending it out right now. Too. <laughs> I'm sending this thing out right now to all my, all my friends and all that. So shout out to her for being in my live. She's literally on the other side of the house taking her braids out. But anyway, um, so yeah, first things first, tell us where are you from and what made you start getting into music? All right. Um, I'm from Camden, New Jersey, downtown Camden, New Jersey. And um, one of the first things I really start, what that really got me to get into music was like, parties stuff like that like i wasn't really like ever thinking about becoming a rapper for for like i was just like i want to be like popular like for the most part i want people to know who i am feel me and like what i I used to go to parties a lot like that that was the one thing we used to do i was like 14 15 when i started rapping 
that was one of the things I was doing a lot. So I would go into the parties and I'm like, damn, like they know this guy, like they need to know me. But so I, I didn't really start rapping until I heard somebody rap forever. I ain't gonna lie. And I was like, I feel like I can make a song a little bit better than that. And I tried and then boom. That's okay. It. So you so you said you wanted to be popular, you were going to a lot of parties, so uh, I want to know, you said you grew up in Camden, so do you think there was, like, a big party culture or a music culture that kind of contributed to you becoming an artist? Um, all right, Camden, yo, Camden, Camden got artists, like, well, we don't really have a big music scene, but at the time, mm-hmm. like, when I was younger, like, growing up, we definitely did have people, like, that, like especially from my generation, like, we had uh, Young Papa, like, I know everybody know Young Papa out this way, to me, like, <laughs> he my age, but... He got into the industry young, like really young. He was young as hell. He, we was in like elementary school, and it was just it was just different to see somebody actually had a foot in the industry and right. be so young out of our city. So that kind of like that kind of gave us a little drive. We right next to Philly, and they they always like was doing stuff like as far as dancing. They had like different stuff like stuff like Team Nike. Like they had different dance groups like. Y'all had like DJ Lil man. Y'all would do the yeah. But yeah, you feel me? That's that's how the vibe was back in the day. It wasn't really no like rapping scene for real. For real. it was a couple rappers though. But that was really it. Like that's all I can remember. Like as far back, like who was rapping back in the day? It was it was my boy Pop. But Papa really was rapping since we was like little, little. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned Philly. So like because you're so close to Philly, do you think that has had like an impact on you as an artist as well? Like do you spend time out there? What's your like viewpoint on that? All right. Um, I don't spend time out Philly. I, I, I like being in Jersey a lot. Or like other than that, I don't really be out Philly. I don't know too many people out there. But mm-hmm. Philly definitely, uh, I could say, influenced like the music out here like for, for me. I listen to a lot of well when I was younger I used to listen to a lot of I still do listen to Philly artists now but like Core Core is a big inspiration for like you know he he talked that that real shit Meek you feel me like that's another one of we course. see Meek Journey like Meek it feel like Meek from Jersey type build like the way how he he blew up like you mean so we got to see different journeys of that like from Philly like Philly right there like I said so mm-hmm. so we just was like. Yeah, like somebody that was the closest we knew to somebody really making it for real, for real. Cause like I said, out here is like not really no inspiration. Oh yeah, shout out to the tape, say the world out now, real quick. I had to get that out. Cause I see Cash keep posing it. I had to shout it yeah, out. Yeah, save the world. Make sure y'all go get that. So, um, for those of y'all just getting in the live, cause I feel like people are just joining now. Too, yeah, hold up. Yeah, like shout out to video, IG live with Rome eight five six. Also, if y'all have any questions, feel free to leave them in the question box because I will will be answering them throughout the interview. So my next question is, if you did mention Save the World, what was your inspiration behind that tape? And then also, what led you to doing a deluxe version? Because I feel like mm. you don't see that a lot in a lot of, especially mm. not a lot of artists that aren't signed. So a lot of independent artists. So what was your, you know, talk a little bit about that. All right. So the Save the World tape was really, like, special to me. I've been working on the, um, the Save the World concept. It wasn't called Save the World. It was called Neighborhood Legends. I changed it to save the world, but it still holds the same weight to it. Like, I want to save the world to really be my tape to really break me through and show everybody that, yo, he been working on this for a while. We can tell that he grew, like, he grew in his sound, his message and his music is different. Like, I really wanted this tape to set me apart from, like, what a lot of people was dropping out here. Like, a lot, you hear a lot of drill rap, like, from, mm-hmm. like, feel me, from our generation. You don't really hear people really talking, like, 
from the soul or talking about like what's going on, like stuff like that. So I feel like this was real special to me because not only do they do, it was a great reaction to it already. Like, it's just like, I can tell that they feel me more because I'm not just talking about anything. It's not like right. I'm just out here talking about stuff I'm not doing or stuff like that. Like everything I'm saying, I'm, I'm talking about it. My fans know me. They know like how real I am with it. So they, they, they appreciate it even more. The whole deluxe, the whole deluxe thing. All right, I ain't gonna lie. So I seen Dirk drop the deluxe, like, and I make I make a lot of music, like. Right. So I was like, it's no, it's, it's no reason why I can't drop a deluxe. So, little more in the building, yeah, more in the building. But it was no reason why I couldn't drop a deluxe because I make that much music. I had, I was gonna put on a uh, save the world. I was gonna put like twenty seven songs on there, but I'm like, I'm not a boogie. Like they not gonna sit here and listen to twenty seven songs <laughs> out of my catalog. So. <laughs> So I'm going to split it up. Like, I'm going to split it up for him. So I gave him, I think I gave him 14 on the first one. And then the deluxe, I just gave him, like, six songs like that. Because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to turn them up. And I know that these hitters, too, they're going to fill them. That was it. That was my plan behind it. Okay. I think that's a dope, like, marketing concept. And you know how you mentioned 14 on the first and then six more on the deluxe. Yeah. I feel like that's, a, I feel like that's a, solid, a solid amount of tracks for sure. So my next question for you is, um, I did my research and I've noticed now that you are under, you have management now. So Cash mm -hmm. is your yeah. manager. So I want Shout you to, to talk about how, you know, that came about and what has management done for you as an independent artist? Okay. All right. So, um, hmm, that came, that came about like mm, a couple weeks ago, probably like me and Cash met in college and. We didn't have the um, you gonna be my manager situation. I'm like it wasn't that wasn't the first thing we thought about when we met each other. It was like, feel me, right. we just seen each other working. Like he knew I made music, and I knew that he was a great promoter. Like and he he do his man. Like I knew that he did all different things like that. We never really like sat down and talked about it. Like yo, we gonna come together and bring it together. It was a more so fact. Like we just bumped heads on on homecoming. Like it was crazy. We didn't have no artists for homecoming. Cash stepped in. He was throwing stuff for the whole week. Still was it was crazy. It was crazy. Jungle Rules. Oh my God. Feel me? So he um he was like, yo, I I asked him like, yo, can I perform? It's like, what's going on? Like, you throwing a homecoming party? Da da da. I'm trying to get on the stage. I'm telling you, I can sell 300 plus tickets, bro. Let's do it. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna give you a shot. He gave me a shot, and um, I sold out my tickets, and that shit was that shit was a movie for real, for real. And after that, like, me and him understood like. Yo, bro, we really can help each other out. Like, let's keep going. Right. So, like, a couple weeks ago, I just texted him out of nowhere. I was like, yo, bro, it's, I think it's time for you to become my manager, bro. Because you just, he, he, take care of, he was taking care of a lot of stuff that, like, really took stress off my shoulders as far as, like, me being an independent artist. Like, you got to do so much. Like, and they don't understand right. that. It's not just about, feel me, going in the studio, recording a song, and dropping it. It's way more to that. And you need somebody that you can trust, one, and two, that know what they're doing to be able to have the plans behind it. The other day, Cash had me running around like Roddy Rich. I said it in my interview, like for real, for real. And for me, I like that. You feel me? I like to be busy and I like to be stress free while I'm busy. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about none of the other stuff. Cash was stressed out, but for me, I wasn't stressed <laughs> out, so we was good. Like I was like, that's how it's supposed to be. So it was everything was cool, and it was good. So now, feel me, we gonna keep going forward with our partnership. It's it's more so a partnership. It's not like. I, I've been into bad deals, like, so I'm not, like, we we never, we didn't come to this situation, like, yo, we gonna sign the contract, da, da, da. It wasn't nothing like that. It was, like, a strict partnership, feel me? That's my guy, vice versa, and we know what's going on. Okay, and I think that's fair, and I think that's super important that you mention, like, you trust him, 
and that you guys have a great understanding because I feel like a lot of artists coming into the game, it's very challenging for them to find management and then be able to stick with that. Right. Management. So I think right. that's dope that you have some someone like that to basically people are selfish for real, for real. That's that's what it is. Like people mm-hmm. are so selfish and the artist a artist will feel like he not getting what he deserved. Like from people was just trying to take away from so people too selfish like so that's why it's you gotta trust somebody in this game like they gonna eat you up right and i also feel like when someone is managing the artist it's super important to really listen to your artist and know what your artist wants right right so like, keep keeping all those in mind is you know, right so my next question for you is you mentioned how you were running around the other day, you had a bunch of stuff to do with cash and everything like that. So I want to know, what is it like being in the studio with you? So I know, like, a lot of artists, they have certain things they might need. They mm-hmm. might need a gang there. They might need a... I heard, like, someone said, I need a bottle of Henny when I'm in the studio. <laughs> so what is your go-to? All right. When I hit the studio, uh... Dang. Um... I just got, all right, like, I, I smoke a little bit. So I might got to do that. Like, I might just got to meditate a little something, something before I hit the stew. But other than that, I'd really be high off me, like, type shit. So I could go on the stew and just and be cool. I don't need 100 people there. Because if I have 100 people there, I'm going to think about how all these people in this room feel about this song rather than just me putting out what I need to put out for myself. Like, so I could be in the studio by myself, like, just me. I mean, so I don't really need anything like that. But if I had a choice, if I had to, if I had to go out, feel me, I have a couple bottles in the studio, you feel me, and a couple of the guys, maybe, and a couple of girls. That's it, though. That's all. Nothing okay, crazy. Nothing major. Nothing major. Nothing major, though. <laughs> nothing major. I, I, I think that's dope. So what is your process like? Should though? I rest it out, Keys? What'd you say? <laughs> what is your process like, though? So, like, do you have to hear the beat and then you write to it, you freestyle? Like, what is that like? People don't like doing songs with me when we um like when we uh pick the beat out because I I hear the beat say I like a beat I hear it one time I will pause the beat and I'll I'll start a one one little sentence I let you hear one little line from the song and if you tell me you like that bar I'm going I'm going run with it like I'm going run with it it's gonna be a whole song I'm not gonna listen to the beat again until I got enough to say in my head like when I keep running the back in my head I, if I don't have enough to say I'm not gonna play the beat again. Then when I do, I play the beat. I'm like, damn, that shit smoke. <laughs> sometimes they come out like that, most of the time. But sometimes it'd be, you know, more. No, it'd be a couple of misses sometimes in the tuck. Tell me more. It's my little brother right there. Had to get him the can. Hi. More. They said, what's up, more. All right. Okay, okay, that makes sense. For those of y'all just joining in, this is the Black Talk Radio IG Live interview with Rome eight five six. If y'all have any questions. Please leave them in the question box. Finish my head, my shit, my shit. Wild in the back. I finish get my hair done too. <laughs> you got some hang time though, like okay. Yo, I I started with waves like a year ago. You don't believe me, Mar? Right? I, I had waves like one year ago. My hair did grow. I didn't think it was gonna grow like that. What made you grow it out? College. Well, I was in school and I didn't really trust nobody with cutting my hair like that. So. I was just like, it just kept growing. It kept growing back too fast. I'd go home, get a cut, come right back up. I'm like, damn, I'll get another cut. So I was like, you know what? I'm just letting my hair grow. Then it just grew out of nowhere. Let it grow one summer. And it was it was long. It was like, oh, I'm not cutting it. I'm not cutting it yet. We have a question. Um, 
Someone said, how long have you been rapping? I've been rapping since I was 14. Like, wow. writing songs down. I've been writing I've been writing music and, like, recording them. I wasn't recording them professionally since I was 14, mm-hmm. but I was recording music since I was 14. So I'm 20 now, so that's about six years. Wow. That's a long time. So yeah. my question for you. And it's crazy because I'm just now, like, <laughs> I'm just now hitting that point where, like, like yo, he really good, like, in the beginning, it really wasn't like that. So, like, mm. when people tell me, when people be like, like, people I know, like, that's just starting to make music now, like, I really hate when they get mad. Like, I hate when they be mad at when people don't be, like, trying to play their music, da, da, da. Like, I'm like, bro, it takes so long for them to really feel you. It takes so long for them to feel you, bro. Nah, like, that's definitely a fact. You got to just grind. You got to just stick it out. You have to. You got to. So our next question from Cash. Uh, what was your inspiration for the songs I'm Sorry and LeBron Spirit? Yeah, LeBron Spirit is... Oh, the- LeBron Spirit. All right, okay. My inspiration for... Um, all right. Mm. <laughs> Dang. It's crazy, yo, because Can't Sleep, LeBron Spirit, and I'm Sorry. When I wrote those three songs, I really was in, in different spots, like, in my like in my mental. Like, I was... When I wrote I'm Sorry, I was, I was like, going through stuff. Like, I was at, I was at school... And I was just, I kept getting in trouble, like, in different, like, different stuff, like, like, yeah, like, on and off campus, I was getting in trouble type deal, so I was just, like, in my head, I'm like, yo, what am I really doing with my life, like, am I really, like, yeah, what's going on, so I just was like, I'm sorry, like, I was like, you know what, this is gonna be my prayer, like, every time I play this song, it's like a prayer for me, so every time I play that song, it's like, I'm praying for real, for real, because I'm, because, like, that's how I felt when I made the song, so that was my inspiration for that, so when I made that, it was just, like, me, telling myself I'm sorry, telling God I'm sorry, my mom, like, in the last little part, like, I'm talking about, like, a woman figure, I'm talking about, like, my mom, I'm talking about, like, different people in my life, like, I put it real subliminal, though, but that's the message behind I'm sorry. LeBron's spirit, it's like, it's just, it's one of them songs where it just make you feel it, like, it just just make you feel like, yo, bro, like, you just gotta keep pushing, that was my message behind that, too, like, Mm -hmm. took so many L's, I got a bronze spirit, I just gotta be the goat, I got a bronze spirit, like, I can't even, I can't even explain, like, how, what that song really means. You just got to take it for your own meaning. Like, I took so many L's in my life. I done got scammed, like, in the, in the industry. Bro, it's hella scam artists in, in the music industry, bro. Like, it's so many, it's so many. They be wild, like, yo. They, it, it, be, it be sounding so real, but, like, to a, to a person that's really trying to taste their dreams, that's really invested into their life, and, and mm-hmm. like, me, I'm fully invested in the music, like, it's just tied in with my life now type deal. Like, I'd rather drop 300 on promotion than drop 300 on a pair of sneaks. Like, that's me. Okay. Like, that's just me now because I know that it's, that 300 that I'm dropping on that is going gonna, is gonna to come back for them, mm-hmm. for them sneaks going to come back. Them sneaks ain't really going to come back. Like, you feel me? So it's like, I'd rather do that. So that's how I was feeling at the time. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pour it all into this. I took so many L's, but I'm still going to bounce back from them. And I wanted that to project in my music for for. That's it. Okay, so you did... um. You know, I thank you so much for sharing that. Now, you did mention how there's a lot of scamming, you know, in the industry. So, as an independent artist, what is your thoughts on getting signed to a major label? Like, is that one of your goals? Do you want to stay independent? Because, you know, there's so many avenues now. It it is. It is. You're right. I do (laughs) want to get signed, though. But that's only because of what I'm trying to do with my career. Like, me personally... What I'm trying to do, I'm trying to take my career to a superstar level, like, eventually, like, I don't, like, that's what I, like, eventually, like, see myself doing. So, for that, for that reason, you do need a label, though, like, you don't need a label for the whole thing, though, like, 
people get it confused. When you get deals, it's like it's not just one deal. Like they give you, it's not like it's like one thing that they write down. Like yo, this is the deal. No, it's a deal. Like it's negotiation. You can walk in there, be an established artist like me. I've been rapping for six years. Feel me? I got a couple tapes out. I'm gonna drop a couple more before I go into my first label meeting and really like talk to him how I want to talk to him. Like yo, bro, I want 15 mil. Like or something like that. Like you can't go in there being being like like needy like you can't go in there needing too much you can't go in there needing videos done you can't go in there needing them needing them to help you get plays like you can't you got to go in there ready and that's right. the difference between like a boogie a boogie going in there with high bridge the label and get 15 million a year i'm putting y'all on game right now if the artist in here you can be your own boss you can go in there with your own label get 15 mil a year by having one artist that's hot rather than going in there by yourself or going in there as a duo and getting one mil or half a million or five hundred thousand, like y'all got to think and use your mind. I mean, I've been signed to a bad deal before. It was a little three sixty joint when I was seventeen, and it was illegal. So the contract got voided type deal. But they promised me all this stuff, bro. It never happened. None of this stuff never happened, bro. It sent me back. So I ain't dropped nothing that year. So I understand like how the label shit can go. Like they can own everything about you. Like I know I understand that whole joint, but. The way I'm doing it is smart. Like, I'm doing it smart. I got my label. I got an artist. Shout out Jay, man. He said, I'm on a mission. Trying to stack and get it. I'm in the chat running. Come on, bro. He coming. He going to take us there. We're going to get that nice deal from him. We're going to put the hood on out here. So that's how we going to do it. I don't know how everybody else going to do it, but that's how Jordan Label going to do it. Right. You're like, this is just my plan. I, I'm just putting y'all on game. Y'all can do what y'all want. You feel me? I'm just putting y'all on game. Like, that's what they told me, you feel me? Like, that's what he told me. So I'm going to tell you. Right. And I think also with when people, you know, want to get signed, I think they're under this misconception that the label can make them. Yeah. And that's really not the case. Like, if you're going to, you know, if it's meant for you to be at the top and you're going to have a large fan base, you can do that on your own. Like, there was so you many can. artists that you are can. Like, literally unsigned. Yeah, it, it is a lot. It is a lot. The people, the, the artists that are signed, are okay. Lil Baby is signed. Lil Baby mm -hmm. is global. Pop Smoke was signed. Pop Smoke was global. Was becoming global. He was all over. Jay Crick is signed. Even, it's global. And even before Pop Smoke was signed, he was already like. He was. He was definitely already like. Yes, he definitely. He had the U.S. Autumn got the bro. They had it. They got it on Smash already. They go. I feel like they get the like I said the contract. For the for the extra bread, probably for to get their their team signed. Like it's a couple of different things. Like they probably think about like because me, if I get a million dollars, half half of that should be getting invested, and in the other half is like is going towards straight towards my music shit. I'm not gonna have enough money to buy my to get my friends. Like say my friend rapping, my best friend I grew up with. Like how, I ain't gonna be able to give him fifty thousand to get his career started because I only got a million dollars. So now I gotta still think about how I'm gonna get me and my team on. As a boss, you're not right. really rich if you don't get your team on. You feel me? So it's just like some people think like that. I feel like Dirk, he he's signed now. You feel me? Herb, Herb, I think Herb's still independent. I think. Yeah, Herb was hard. If he's still independent, that's tough. That's <laughs> tough. That's tough. Meek signed. Meek Mill just signed with Rock Nation. You feel me? He just took his career to another level. Like it just depends on what kind of artist you want to be. I feel like. Mm -hmm. nah, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be global. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to go pop and get the trenches up. Like real rap, for real, for real. All right, y'all. Y'all heard it here first, okay? Okay. All right. So my next question for you is. He said, "How much for a verse of rack? <laughs> Five hundred right now. <laughs> Five hundred for a verse. I'm. I'm up now. Okay. 
after this interview, we might go to Iraq. <laughs> so my next question is, if you could work with, since you're talking about verses, if you could work with any artist, who would it be and why? All right. Um, that's good. That's a good question. I would Thank work you. with, first person I would get on a song with is Dirt. Okay, that's my boy. Yeah, I get on a song with Dirk because I just like how he be talking to he, he feel me how he talk, like not the drill part, like the drill. That's that's his lean. You feel me? Like I never mm-hmm. was the type of person to portray something I'm not. Feel me? So like, right. I wouldn't even come like that with Dirk. But on you know, how he be like feel me talking to the trenches, like I feel as though I can relate to him on it. That's why that's why he one of my mm-hmm. favorite artists. So if I did a song with Dirk, I don't know. I, that's gonna be my favorite song forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably how they be feeling Dirk. too. Like. That's probably really how them artists be feeling like. Because at a point, all of them don't be on. Like, when they get on, they get their feature from their favorite artists. Like, they be probably so suit. Like, <laughs> that's going to be me. Yeah, definitely. I definitely feel that. Because we all have, like, people that, you know, inspire us and that we, you know, look up to. So, that's definitely for mm-hmm. sure. So, speaking of that, I want to ask you, what is your favorite thing about, you know, your career and doing music? Because you've definitely been at it for a while now. My favorite thing about doing music is, my favorite thing to do is to perform and record songs. I like recording songs because I, like, if I'm making a song for a show, like, mm-hmm. I'll know exactly how I wanted to go, so I'll be on top of everything. Like, and then if I do it at the show, it's like, damn, this shit gonna win exactly how I planned it to go. <laughs> I'm something else going on for for I'm just worrying about me doing this song, making sure they feel me and not messing up. Like, that's all I'm worrying about. So, those be like my places where I don't think, right. and I like that. So, that's it. That's pretty solid. I definitely think, you know, when artists perform, it definitely also gives, like, fans a greater outlook on the type of artist that, you know, you truly mm-hmm. are because it's like that in connection. So that's definitely a good yeah. point. So now I'm going to do, I have this little segment. It's called, like, Quarantine Q&A because, you know, we kind of in quarantine. We kind of not. All I don't right. know. But, you know, my first question for you is what, has I mean, what was your quarantine like, or like, how did it affect you, and you know your artistry? My quarantine, um, yeah, bro, I, I had to come home from school early, finish, so that right there, it really wasn't cool for for. I came to the crib, it was alright. Um, came to the crib. <laughs> I came to the crib. Uh, I just been down here for the most part, like doing the stuff I've been doing, like just you know making making music in my room, like. Mm-hmm. It's chilling. It's been kind of boring, though. I ain't going to lie, but it's been giving me, like, thought. Like, sometimes I be thinking too much, but I don't like that. But it, it give me thought for some good ideas, so, like, I can't complain. I wrote a couple. Yo, I got a banger on the way. It's going to be a single. I'm going to drop it with a video. I wrote that during quarantine. <laughs> All right. So, during so, quarantine, was definitely creating yeah. things of that nature. But you were saying it was something that you definitely had to adjust to at first? Um, yeah, yeah, no, like, I'm really, a, I'm really a to myself person, like, mm-hmm. I'll be outside for, for, like, I used to love going to parties and all of that shit, like, I don't really care about all of that no more type deal, like, unless I'm going out for a bag, like, unless I'm going out to perform or something like that, I don't really care about going out 
So it's like, like being in a crib, like or like some being in somebody in somebody's house, like that wasn't really nothing to me for real, for real. So this really wasn't like nothing. And I don't even like the summer for real, for real. We being honest though, the summer like you're really not my thing. I'm a winter baby. I love the winter. So you're so, a winter baby. Were you born in the winter? Well, is February considered the winter? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, what well, the end of February too? So. So what's your zodiac sign? I'm Aquarius. Okay. So yeah, I like the winter. I like I'd rather be cold than hot. So this wasn't really nothing for me. I like being in the crib in the AC anyway. All right. I mean, so quarantine wasn't you know that bad for you. Yeah, not, not that bad. It was alright. It's, it's a little boring, like I said. You can't do nothing. That's the thing. Like that, the stuff being closed. That's the butt part. Like, that's like, come on, bro. I can't even go. I can't even go have fun. I feel I like it's the. Anymore. It's like okay, if you a homebody, cool. But it's like the fact that you telling me. I yeah. Can't do something exactly. Like, that's the part. Like, come on, bro. I we can't go. To, I can't go have a party if I want. Like, I can't do this, this, and that. Like, shit getting shut down. Like that shit, corny. Someone said, she said, okay, dot, dot, dot. She, she don't like, like that sign. Nah, you don't like Aquarius, true. yo? I, I can't. I only have, like, one friend that's an Aquarius, and she's, like, she's good. So, it's like, I don't know. All right. Okay. I don't have no thoughts on it. Like, you know when you hear a sign? Okay. Like, <laughs> like, they like, on you. Like, they on your body. They're like, what's going right. on? <laughs> now, it's like, what she got against Aquarius? Right, you know me and Cash Aquarius, man. Nah, y'all are cool, but I, like I said, I only have, like, one friend that's Aquarius, and we're still friends, and we've been friends for years. So, like, y'all cool people for from that, my one experience, but I can't be, like, <laughs> giving the whole debacle. <laughs> so, my next question is, okay, you said you were doing music during quarantine, but besides making music, like, were you watching any shows? Like, were you reading anything? Like, things of that nature. Um, I mean... I was trying to watch it was on Netflix. Uh, I've been busy with doing my music stuff. So, like, um, I've been doing that. I've been keeping myself busy with that. Like, I've been really, like, being hands-on with my stuff. Other than just, like I said, making songs. Like, I've been just making moves with it. Like, going different places. Like, I've been up in North Jersey a whole lot. So, okay. I mean, just going up there, networking. You know, like, keeping myself busy. So, that's what I really have been doing for real, for real. Other than that, like, that's... That's still going on. Like after this, like I said, after this live, I gotta hurry, get dressed, I gotta jump up, I gotta go up there tonight. Like crazy. Okay, so you working, okay? So I'm working, working, yeah. So you mentioned like the different moves that you've been making and like now that you have management. So it definitely seems like you're taking your artistry to the next level. So what are some of your like goals for the remainder of twenty twenty? I know it's been like a different year than what we all imagined, but my goals all right, my big, all right, one goal, I want to get signed before the end of 2020. All right, before the end of this year, uh, before t- from 21, I turn 21 next year, I want to be, like, in some meetings, you feel me, with some million-dollar offers, like, so whatever I got to do to get there, I'm going to get there, because I ain't taking no for an answer, like, that's just how I see the stuff, so me and Cash, Cash, you listening, I know you are, bro, we, we got to get this deal, bro, all right, so come on, bro, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, it ain't no... It ain't no like if man, it's like that's that's the end of twenty twenty. That's what I see. Well, I see the people feeling me more. That's it. I got a lot of music in the tuck, and my closest friends be hearing like, and my my brothers, they hear the songs before a lot of y'all hear the songs, and they be like, "Damn, you ain't dropped this yet." Like they'll be singing it, like you ain't dropped this yet, bro. Like they gonna feel you when you drop this. 
and mm-hmm. I drop it, and they feel me. Like it, that's just like how Save the World went. I had that and took for like a year for for. So and I got so much better since then. So new music coming soon. Okay, you ready here first? They gonna look out for that. Now, two more questions. Okay. Your great. What is your greatest like challenge as far as being an artist? And if you could leave the listeners with one thing to remember about you, what would it be? All right. Um. That. I'm not for the sucker shit. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> so like, and let me break that down. That mean like. I'm not going to be the art. Like, you're not, like, my name never going to be dragging nothing. You feel me? My name always going to stay clean. I'm to myself. Y'all know that about me. And number two, um, I, I, I support y'all just as much as you support me. You feel me? Like, you spending money with me, buying merchandise off of me, bro, I see every transaction. And mm. I'm going to support you just as much as you should support me. You feel me? So, Right now, I'm still Rome, regular Rome. Like, I don't want to be a million-dollar Rome and knowing you didn't support me and and you thinking that I don't remember that, but I do. Like, I remember all of that. So, so just support me while you can, while we're still here, <laughs> while I'm still here, while I'm still regular Rome. That's it. That's all I want to tell them. Okay. I think that's, you know, good piece of advice. And I feel like especially coming up in the industry, we really want to – be surrounded mm-hmm. by people that was there from day one to separate the exactly. And I love that you mentioned you're not going to be no messy drama. So we will not be seeing you on the shade room, correct? Unless it's like, <laughs> y'all might catch me on the shade room, though, one time. It's probably, oh, probably one time, maybe. Might catch you. <laughs> you might catch me, like, one time on the shade room. I got to make the shade room, like, at least once. But it might not. It might be for something good, though, like me donating something or something like that. Like, okay, not, all right. Or something like uh, his like, baby, rapper, baby mom busts his windows out. His his Ferrari, like y'all might hear something like that, like. But other than that, that's it. That's it. Nothing crazy. Okay, I just want to say thank you so much, Rome, for chatting with me today. This was super fun. It was I want to fun. thank y'all for tuning in. This live should be uploaded on my IGTV as soon as I exit it, and then this episode will be uploaded to our Spotify, Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud. Instagram do be tripping sometimes, though, but hopefully this live saves. I just want to thank you so much, and thank, thank you, guys you for having me. In. You're very welcome, and yeah, I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. <laughs> See y'all.